Hey there, welcome to Build Your Tribe. My name is Shaleen Johnson. And my name is Brock Johnson. With more than 25 years of experience in a variety of businesses, I promise to share with you the ins, the outs, my failures, and successes. And my goal is to share with you these social media money-making strategies to turn your idea into passive income. Every week, my son, Brock, and I will share with you perspectives that will serve you regardless of the stage that you're at in your business. Whether you're a solo entrepreneur looking to grow your brand in social media or you've got dreams for a global brand, Build Your Tribe is here to serve you. All right, Mom, this one's all you. One of the hardest things about being an entrepreneur is looking around and seeing other successful entrepreneurs killing it and feeling like, what the heck? Why is this taking so long for me? Like, why isn't this working? Well, today I want to give you some perspective on that belief because it's likely a false belief. Now, it might be true that people are killing it because they're actually doing the right things. As I talk about all the time, like this is really important to me, that entrepreneurs, we are a creative type. We often are so creative that it sometimes is a detriment. Like it's easy for us to see something sparkly someone doing something new, a new technique, and to jump ship and to try whatever that technique is. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I created the Marketing Impact Academy. It's why I talk endlessly on Build Your Tribe about the importance of doing the foundational pieces, building the foundational pieces of your business first. If you don't build the foundational pieces of your business first, you may be able to generate temporary success. It's kind of like weight loss, right? Like if you can lose weight the wrong way, but you're going to gain it all back. The same is true of business. You can make money online the wrong way or the quick way or the lucky way or through social media. But if you don't build your business foundation, it's nearly impossible to have sustained success. And that's why we're up late at night. That's why so many entrepreneurs are stressed out about the feast or famine. But the ones that aren't stressed out are the ones who actually build the foundation. So assuming that you've done that, assuming you've created the foundation for your business, right? Like you've really gone through the steps of branding. You understand who your lifer is. You've identified, you've picked a niche as opposed to doing 25 different things or even five different things. Oh my gosh. There's so many people who I hear from every day. They're like, Shaleen, I just listened to your Build Your Tribe episode, and I love it. Here's what I do. I am a yoga expert, so I help people with movement, with special emphasis on how to care for your animals. And I also am someone who likes to help people with PCOS and how to be more confident. I'm like, those are all great. And they may all be a part of your message, but by telling people those are all the things that you do, I don't see you as my go-to expert for any one of those things. You have to pick. And I'm going to say this again. You have to pick one. You've got to pick and then niche. And you will have the opportunity later, once you've made a name for yourself, once you've established a successful business or ruled one out, If you can rule a niche out. You can say like, this ain't it. But you can't rule it out until you've gone all in and focused 100% of your efforts there. And 90% of the time when I hear from people that they're like, I've tried, I've really tried, and I dig a little deeper, they haven't. They've still made it very confusing to people what it is they help with by saying, I do all these things. I know you do all those things, but to begin with, you got to pick one. You got to pick, you got to niche, you got to go deep, you got to really understand your branding. That's step one. Step two As I'm just going to repeat these things because I need them to stick in your head. If you want help with how to actually do these things, 
You need to be a Marketing Impact Academy member. Bottom line. And I need to say that to you over and over again because I care. And every year I have someone who's joined and they've waited five years to do so. And their only regret is that they hadn't done it sooner. Step two of that process, as a reminder, is getting your freemiums, your opt-ins, like building your lead magnets, driving traffic, figuring out how to drive traffic from your social media to your opt-ins, creating a variety of opt-ins, whether it's PDFs, videos, audios, et cetera, and then creating the sequences, the email sequences that serve those people after they've opted in, right? That's step one and step two. That's your foundation, y'all. You need to do that before you start trying to be omnipresent on social media. Now, once you've done those things, your next responsibility is to be persistent, patient, and omnipresent. What do I mean by that? Well, let me give you some statistics. On average, 90% of buyers have seen you or your content on more than one channel. And a channel might mean a podcast as a channel, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook, webinars. And for some people, it might be Facebook ads or paid advertising, Google ads, and maybe even TV and radio. So those are all channels. Those are all touch points. That's going to take some time. In order for you to establish a following, to figure out how to reach the right people on each one of these channels, that's going to take some time. You can't do it overnight. The good news is doing it even just a little bit is going to help you to monetize if you've done steps one and step two of your business basics, right? You're going to monetize, but like for you to like really freaking kill it, you need to be on more than one channel and that just takes time. You don't need to rush it. Get it right on one channel before moving to the next. The next statistic I want to share with you is that 67% of buyers have seen your content on more than one device. Why does that matter? Well, because I think a lot of us tend to create content that is ideally created for social media. But you want to remember that people consume content, those touch points from you, in different ways. For example, a podcast. And I'm not suggesting that you need to start a podcast which have you considered sharing your expertise on someone else's podcast? Like that can make or break a business. Go back and listen to the episode that I did here on Build Your Tribe with the founder of Dry Farm Wines and listen to how just getting on one major podcast literally set his business into the stratosphere. I mean, he went from something like, don't quote me, but it was something like $40,000 in revenue year one to four million, like from this one podcast interview. Now, if you listen to that episode, be certain to listen to the episode we did just previously. I will link both of these to our show notes, so it's really easy for you to find them. But we just did an episode where you got to hear from some of the top podcasters on the do's and don'ts of pitching yourself every single freaking day, every day. I'm sending that podcast link to someone who's in my DMs, who's pitching themselves to me in all the wrong ways. And this is my polite way of saying like, yeah, you're not going to make it on the show with this pitch. This pitch is horrible. It is so turning me off. Listen to this episode before you pitch yourself. All right. But that is a different form of social media. It's also a different device. Like people are listening to you. So think about being omnipresent, multiple channels. But patience and persistence needs to be your middle name. You're going to win 
if you just stay in the game, just stay in the freaking game. Here's another really fascinating statistic that's going to make you realize like, okay, I've got work to do. On average, when someone buys from us online, prior to their purchase, they've had 34 different interactions or touch points with us. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that you've had 34 messages back and forth, but that would count, right? But 34 touch points means they've consumed content of yours, you've interacted with them someplace in social media, maybe they've downloaded something of yours. Like every single time they've come in contact with you, that's considered a touch point. Now, a quick view, you know, maybe double tapping and liking one of your photos, I don't know if that's really considered a touch point, but something where it's like, It sinks in with them what it is you stand for and how it is you can help them. That's a touch point. Once you've piqued the interest of your potential customer, get this, and they're sitting on the fence, this is going to blow you away. The average potential customer sits on the fence for 22 days. That means they already know they need something from you. They already think they want to buy something from you, but it takes them on average 22 days before they pull the trigger. I know this is true of me. I'll see something. I'm like, oh, I need that. I want that. Here's a perfect example. So I follow this gal on Instagram and I love her jewelry. She's like an LA-based jeweler. I know she listens to the show too. So I'm going to tell you because I love her jewelry. Her name is Melinda Maria. So look for Melinda Maria jewelry on IG. She is Melinda Maria underscore jewelry. So I absolutely fell in love with the style of her jewelry. It's like layers and really cool and like charms. And I like to describe it. I don't know if this is how she describes her brand, but I feel like it's like super glamorous punk rock. It's like super cool and edgy, but it's like appropriate. Like it's just super cool. So I started following her, fell in love with her stuff, obviously clicked the link in her bio. And she's got a great, a really great IG. You should go check it out. Again, it's Melinda Maria underscore jewelry, but she's got a great, shoppable Instagram where you can actually click on any post that's featuring a piece that you want to buy and you can click on it. You can buy it directly from inside the app. Instagram. So cool. Shoppable links. Say that 10 times fast are the bomb diggity. So anyways, I go to do that and I click on a shoppable link and I add something to my cart. Well, I don't know about you guys, but it's not easy to shop around on the Instagram app, especially on a site that has tons and tons of options. So I added a bunch of stuff to my cart. And then I'm like, oh, this is, Instagram's kind of clunky. I, you know what I should have done? I should have just went to my internet browser and typed in her domain name and ordered it there. So then I did that, right? Now we're talking, it's like a week later. And now I sit down with my laptop on my lap and I start browsing through all of the selections she has on her website. And I want it all. I want every single piece. And there's so many options that I kept adding things. I'm like, I'm just going to add it all to my cart. And then I'll edit it down to just the pieces that like, you know, hello, to start off with. And I spent a couple of hours legitimate doing that and then didn't check out, didn't pull the trigger. Opened up my internet browser a couple days later. So if you're keeping track now, we're like 10, 12 days into it. It probably took me two weeks before I actually pulled the trigger, even though I wanted to. I'd already decided in my mind I wanted to buy from her, but it took some time. And you know what reminded me each day to go back into my shopping cart was seeing her content in social media. My point is, it's more than just getting people to go to your website. It's more than getting people to add something to your cart. We are inundated by interruptions. Our focus is splintered. 
How many times have you done something similar? Like you've made the decision, you already want it, and you go to the website and then you get a text message or you get a notification or something robs your attention that's more pressing maybe and you forget about it. What makes you return? What makes you think about it? What makes you follow through? One very important way to do that is by retargeting people who have abandoned cart, meaning they've gone to your website, they've added something to their shopping cart, and then they've left. And we always think the worst. We're like, oh, was the price too high? Was it the shipping? Is our site time too slow? You know, the fact of the matter is sometimes people just get busy and they're interrupted and something happens and then they leave cart. And it's not that they didn't want to finish the transaction. It's that they were interrupted. That's why retargeting ads are so powerful. Like you can 10x your business if you really understand the science of retargeting. But a way to do retargeting without having to pay for retargeting ads, a simple way to do it is to make sure that you're omnipresent. In other words, that that person who's fallen in love with your stuff, they're seeing it everywhere. You're making it easy for them to see your content everywhere. And that takes time. There's a really good chance that you learned about this podcast because of social media, like somebody shared the episode or maybe you started following me. I mean, social media is such a cool way to amplify your message. But you and I both know social media can also be a true time suck. Like it can be super frustrating trying to constantly figure out the algorithms or feeling like, oh my gosh, there's a new feature and I don't know how to use it. I don't even know how to use IGTV or stories or whatever it is. That can be really frustrating. And I know that to be true myself. I have the luxury of having this incredible team at Team Johnson. Like we have a whole staff devoted to figuring out social media, how to use it, how to simplify it and how to teach it and the algorithms change all the time. We produce a quarterly guide that shows you the latest features, how it affects the algorithm, how to use them in really simple terms for people who aren't great at technology. I'd love to share this free resource with you. Every day I hear from people who say, I cannot believe you're giving this away for free. It's a gold mine. If you've been struggling and you need someone to guide you through the process of new releases, new features, what's working and what's not working, go grab your copy of our latest guide. You can get yours by going to shaleen.com forward slash IG hacks, H-A-C-K-S hacks. Okay, back to the show. So number one, I've talked about it taking a lot of time right? So 34 different touch points and up to 22 days, even after I've decided I want to buy something from you, I want to invest with you. The average person takes 22 days to pull that trigger. A few more interesting statistics I want to share with you. And that is this. On average, someone who purchases from you has had two evidence-based positive experiences with you. Interesting. And the higher your price point and the more personal the service or the more luxurious the service, the more important it is to have these positive evidence-based experiences. What am I talking about? I'm talking about I've downloaded your PDF and not only did I download it, I opened up the email that you sent it to me in and I used it and it worked. 
right? Like the recipe that you put together, that recipe actually worked. Or those time-saving hacks that you put out as a freemium in an audio training, like I listened to it and it actually worked. An example of this might also be the podcast. Like if you have implemented some of the things that you've heard or learned here on Build Your Tribe, each one of those is considered positive evidence-based proof, which is just a fancy way of saying, I had a great experience with you. Like I did this thing, I gave you my email address, or I spent 20 minutes with you listening to an episode, and it was a positive experience. Now, what that does is it generates a feeling. And this is the final requirement if you're going to convert a follower or someone who's seen your content into a customer, and that is they need to feel like they know, like, and trust you, and that you're safe. It's a feeling of reciprocity, like, I like this person. I trust this person. I know this person. I feel safe with this person. I'm not going to be scammed. And then we pull the trigger. That's what it boils down to. But everything that I've shared with you today takes persistence. The most successful entrepreneurs are willing to say, okay, it's working, but I bet I could make it work better. I'm converting, but I bet I could increase that conversion rate. Persistence means you're not giving up and jumping to the next technique before truly figuring out why what it is you're doing isn't working and understanding that sometimes you've got to invest in order to save time and money. I'm going to say this over and over and over and over again. The most successful people that you know, the ones that you're watching, the ones that you say, I want to grow up and be like that person. I want my business to be like that business. I want to make money like that person. I guarantee you, please, I beg of you to prove me wrong. Those people have invested in themselves. They've invested in help. They've invested in an expert or they've invested in a program or all three of those things. There's no one you are right now have a poster of you remember when we had posters up on our walls? And if you're too young to remember going to the mall, going to Spencer Gifts and buying a poster of the love of your life and then putting it up on your wall and then your mom getting mad at you because you messed up the wall by hanging that poster. Like if you're too young to know about any of that, I don't want to hear about it. But my point is that person who you idolize, the person who you want to be like when you grow up, or at least you would love for your business to be as successful as theirs, Guaranteed, without a doubt, they have invested in help. The bigger you want your dream to grow, the bigger you need your team to be, and the more you need to invest in help. So persistence is hard. And it's really hard when it's just you. And it's even harder when it's just you and you're not exactly sure what to do. You're trying to learn it from watching other people, right? And patience. When it comes to patience, all that I can say is, trust me on this. You're being too hard on yourself. It's going to take time. Those same people that, you know, you idolize, I guarantee did not happen overnight. It might look like it, but it wasn't a stroke of luck. It wasn't that one last thing that they did. It's all the things. It's all the things. And that takes time and patience. And if your family is a priority to you, then you're going to have to be a little bit more patient and a lot more focused. You know, I get messages again from people every day that, Shaleen, can you do an episode on how to build a business when you have kids and your kids are your priority? Okay, yeah, here you go. It's a bonus to this episode. Here's your answer. Focus. I guarantee that you're spending your time doing things that aren't moving your business forward, but are keeping you busy. Get focused. 
Get accountability. Yes, you can 1000% honor your family and build a business at the same time. Don't use that as an excuse, but you need to get yourself dialed in. You need accountability. You need a strict schedule. You need focus. And yeah, you're going to have to sacrifice some of the other stuff that maybe some of your mom or dad friends get to do, you know, just leisurely spending their time in the evenings. That's when you're going to need to work on your side hustle right? You're going to have to make some sacrifices, but you got to get focused. And it's going to take some time. Do not give up. And then lastly, you need to be omnipresent. That also takes persistence and patience. But omnipresent means that you understand. It's not just repurposing all of your content. It means you understand these platforms and take the time that's required to understand how the platform works and how you can maybe transfer that audience to a place where you can connect better with people. We did an episode recently, Brock and I, on how so many people are learning how to do this on TikTok. But I see everybody jumping on TikTok and they're just, ugh, they're trying to do it the same way they do Instagram. I'm like, no, like do a little bit of your research, understand the platform. You can't do Instagram the same way you do Facebook. You can't do Facebook the same way you do Twitter. Each one of these platforms is unique. They take time, patience, persistence, omnipresence. You will do this. I know you will. I promise you will. And if ever I can be of service to you, I would love that. Check out the Marketing Impact Academy. I don't know when you're listening to this episode, but at the time that I'm recording it, it's the final day of our open registration for the Marketing Impact Academy. So if you're one of those lucky people who listen to it on Thursday, September 19th, you might just be in luck. Go to marketingimpactacademy.com and we may still have an opening for you. I hope so. And if not, you should still go there and jump on our wait list so that you'll be first to be notified when we open again. Listen, I really do appreciate all of the reviews that you guys have left for us on Build Your Tribe. In fact, here is the winner from this week's iTunes review as read by a member of my staff. And by the way, if we ever read your review, be sure to reach out to us because we're going to send you a gift. Once a month, we give away a Marketing Impact Academy scholarship. And every single week, we're giving away cool stuff up to a $2,000 value. You'll need to email us and let us know that you heard this episode. You will email the address that you see below in our show notes. You'll just let us know that that was your review. Of course, you'll be asked to prove it. And then we'll send you some really cool swag. I really do appreciate you taking the time to leave those reviews. You know, because like what's in it for you? Yeah, some free swag, but mainly it's what nice people do. And, you know, sometimes you just have to do good things because you're a good person and you're a nice person. I just want you to know, I really, really appreciate it. I love you. It is my objective to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun and then be done. Y'all, we are done. Hey there, Miller here with Team Johnson. Today's five-star review comes from Valpal4590, titled, Go-To Podcast for Entrepreneurs. It seems like every time I have a question around my next move in my business, Shalene and Brock put out an episode about it. So grateful for this podcast. 